Well, hi there. This is Jonathan McNair with Brother to Brother. I'm Jonathan, and this is Rob McNair. This is a podcast where we talk about principles of leadership in the church and uh, principles that apply to certainly pastors, elders, deacons, and really anyone who wants to lead and serve within the church. How are you doing today? Doing great. It's a beautiful day in November 1st in Charlotte. And it's 74 degrees, the sun's out, rained yesterday, can't complain. Wow. You know, if uh, if I would have been in Albany, it could have been, it could be <laughs> snowing right now. So this is really nice. I like, uh, I like the north, but, um, boy, you can't argue with 75 degrees. That's right. Okay. So I was, I was listening to a radio program this past weekend. I was driving, and uh, I had the radio on, and there was a a, a a show, and I think they have a podcast too, but these two guys were talking about work, work principles, um, how to be successful in work. And and uh, something struck me in their conversation that I thought would be good to bring here. And, and that was this. So the one guy, he gave this analogy that when he was growing up, his dad took him, he, his dad had, a, I think, a construction company, but his dad took him and dropped him off at uh, uh, the, the, the workplace of a mason. Um, somebody who needed helper and he was in the right place in the right time. And he was a young guy in high school. And so he said, look, I want you to work for this guy. This guy knows what he's doing. He's a craftsman, but you have to be willing to work. And what he told his son was this, and the son was the one now grown up who was on the radio talking about work. And it's, it, so what, what the what dad told his son was, look, you've got to be ready and able to, to be a helper. Your job is to be a helper. So that means that you've got to have on his left side, you've got to have the mud in the right consistency that he likes, not too runny and not too thick. You need to have that mud ready for him at all times. And on the right side, he wants his brick or he wants his block. And, and if you can just, if you can do that, then you're going to, he's not going to pat you on the head. He's not going to uh, give you all kinds of approval. He's just going to say, you did your job. Good job. And that's, and that's it. He's not a, a man of many words, but he said, you will do a good job. And, and how you'll know he wants you, he likes you and likes the job you're doing is because he's going to have you come back the next day. He's going to say, I want you back here tomorrow. And, uh, and so I thought, wow, that, what a, what an interesting principle of work. The whole, what he drew from it was that, look, um, in terms of being able to be effective and ultimately as a ultimate leader, but in terms of building the the skills of a leader, you have to be able to be a helper and you have to be able to help like the the one who's doing the main work, the craftsman, um, help like he like he wants to be helped. And that may mean sweeping. He said, you know, um, that was another lesson he learned. Any job you do, there's always sweeping to be done. So I thought about this in relation to, uh, you know, our podcast in here and how this applies to us as leaders within any congregation. So I throw that out there. Uh, I have some thoughts, but I thought I'd throw it your way and see what you see what you think. Yeah, th- we were talking about this earlier, and and I think it's a really profound uh, concept that being willing to help in doing anything that that you can. You know, sometimes when when we we look for opportunities, no matter what sort of area we're in or or scope or facet of life, we want opportunities. But we don't always just want to help and help someone else to succeed. And I think that's a really powerful concept of just being willing to uh, look for anything. And even, you know, sort of the idea of I'll do anything, be an Ida person. 
So I think there's there's really a lot to that. You know, um, like you said, be on the lookout. I guess I'm thinking in terms of a congregation. Um, you, you know, sometimes we like to do certain things, but not maybe other things. So, for example, we'd love to be in charge of uh, putting the chairs out. But maybe uh, helping somebody else to be in charge of putting the chairs out is not quite so exciting, you know. Um, right. So being willing to to help um, wherever the need pops up, I, I think that's a that's an important part of uh, being ultimately being able to lead because you build credibility with people. They know you're willing to help. You know? I, I think so. I think that someone who is willing to to look for things to do and look for ways to help, they're going to have opportunities. They're going to be the, the person who, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, how sometimes when, when you are looking for a team to build, you don't always have a specific skill in mind, but you may oftentimes want a particular person on that team. Maybe not because of, of, of a specific role you already have in mind, but you know that they're the ones who will, will be there, who will jump in, who will try and um, so this is, I think this is what kind of we're talking about. You, you know, uh, it reminds me of my four favorite words when you're trying to do work on something. And that's the uh, that's, leadership. Yeah. Well, no, this is, it's the four favorite words in terms of trying to get a job done. I think. And other people are involved. I think I know three, but um, I, you, you go, f- tell, oh, no, tell no, us no, your four. four. My four favorite okay. words. What can I do to help? Oh, no, that's, oh, that's that's six. Oh, that's six. Yeah. Okay. Um, what can I? Uh, how can I? Ah, how can I help? There you go. That's four. Okay. Okay. There's four. Okay. <laughs> well, you get the point. Um, sure. Man, there's nothing. It's so it's golden to have somebody. You know, especially if you're trying to do something and you you don't have enough hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It's golden to have somebody come up and say, "Hey, can I help?" You know, right. what can I do to right. help? Man, that's 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 a nice feeling. <laughs> you know, and and too, like you were going back to the bricklayer uh, thought. Um, wh- what are you What are you trying to do as a helper? You're trying to figure out what he wants and do it his way. You know, if he wants the bricks stacked a certain way, your role is is not to argue with him about that there's a better way. Your role is to try to figure out what does he want and help him to succeed. And I think like you're saying, in, in, in functioning in a congregation, you'll have different pastors who will come and uh, have different things that they emphasize and different things that they want when they organize something or when they put something together. And, and I think all of our, our responsibility is to figure out what, what he wants. Is he, does he want a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of uh, formal communication back and forth, emails, mm. reports. Does he want casual conversation? Is that how he leads? You know, how much communication does he want? Or does he want me just to figure it out as I go? You've got to un- un- learn to understand what he wants and then try to fill it. You know, there's a, there's another part of that I was just thinking, and that is that when somebody enunciates their desire to help, um, what it does is it plants, I'm, I'm going to be specific, let's say in a congregation, somebody who wants to help, wants to serve, wants to develop their leadership skills and, and, and serve and help. Um, if, if a person like that goes to the pastor, goes to the elder and says, look, I'd like to help. How can I help? Um, it doesn't mean that necessarily that there always will be something to do. 
But what it does do is it plants in the, the, the leader's mind, let's say the pastor's mind, oh, this is a person who's willing to help. I'm going to keep that in mind because next time I, I have a need, I, I have somebody to go to. So, you know, in other mm-hmm. words, um, because I've seen sometimes yeah. where um, someone will go to the pastor, say, oh, I can help. At that time, you don't have anything necessarily um, but what happens is later on, you, you, when you go back to the person, oh, well, not now, you know, um, yeah, or, or they'll, they'll stop asking, they'll stop being in- interested, and and that's no good. It has to be something where a person is willing to help, but also be called upon in the future, because that's what's going to be, let's say, in a pastor's mind, oh, this person can help. So mm-hmm. um, it's about planting a seed, but it's also being willing to accommodate or or, or, or uh, be flexible as to when that help is is needed um, I think that's that's an important part of it as well yeah I think that that that's so important being being flexible and being open to what is needed and and then like you say uh, sometimes it might take a circuitous route I mean you might have some ideas of how you would like to contribute in the congregation, but maybe those roles are being filled already. And so maybe that's not for you right now, but uh, it doesn't mean that there's not, there aren't things to do. And uh, I think the principle of, you know, to, to uh, for him who has been faithful in little, then God knows he will be faithful in much. I mean, if we can catch the vision of, you know, like you say, being, being the guy who will stack the bricks for, uh, for the craftsmen, and if there's no bricks to stack, then we sweep. I mean, just look at how how much God can look at that attitude and eventually give all kinds of opportunities in the future. To, to me, I'm just thinking in the Bible of examples, and to me, one, I think one of the most really powerful examples is Joshua, of somebody who is mm-hmm. a helper. I mean, he helped Moses for a long time. I mean, look, it, it's not very glorious, though hold Moses' hands up, you know, in, in, in battle. Um, but, you know, there was a lot more involved. But, but um, you know, he was a, a faithful helper. He had he adjusted and adapted. He did what was necessary. Um, I think that Joshua, yeah. you know, we I think sometimes we, we think of him as, as a, a strong leader. He was willing to lead the Israelites uh, across the Jordan and all that. But he spent a long time being a helper and being an assistant. Good, good example, really good example. Yeah, I, I I agree. And by the way, do you know what I was thinking when I thought of the three words that you that you are important to leadership? No, no, just show up. Oh well, that's a different rule. That's that's <laughs> the first rule of leadership. That's the first rule of leadership. Uh, show up. No. Actually, you can make it two. That's true. The, the The rule of leadership, the number one rule is show up. There you there, go. There it could you be go. even two. Yeah. You know, you know um, to take it to modern times, to modern date. I and I'm not I'm not doing this. Doctor Winnell is not here, so he doesn't he doesn't know we're talking about him. He'll probably never hear this. <laughs> we're we're in private. If he here. does. He'll nobody. He'll delete the file. <laughs> perhaps nobody is going to hear this, but um, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, someone will listen to what we have to say. But. But, you know, I remember for years and years and years um, when I was in the field having a, a phone call conversation with him where he would call me and ask about how things are going or what have you. And you know what I'm going to say, because this is he, he, he always he does this many times at the end of a conversation. And we've talked about the area and different things. He would say, well, um, how can I help you? How, is yeah. What what what's uh, what's something I can, can is there something I can do to help? That's right. And um 
course, at that point, uh, that opened up an hour-long conversation where I gave him <laughs> this was I gave at the end of my it. list. Of, he thought we were done. But, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm teasing, but um, yeah. he would, you know what, he, he's a good example of that in, in, in that regard, that he right. would actually, it would be on his mind thinking, okay, is there some way I can help? And, um, of course, usually I would say, uh, yeah, do you have, uh, do you have any other, uh, pastors or trainees or something? Send more help. <laughs> Send more help, you know, because we've got a lot of congregations to, uh, to cover, but you know, that was yeah. on his mind. I, I appreciated that. You know, the, 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 the idea of being a helper or help is, I know this is a slightly different tangent, but the, when you look at Genesis and how the Eve was made to be a help mm-hmm. for suitable for Adam. Um, you know, in, in this world that's looked at as being demeaning, mm-hmm. uh, subservient, you know, uh, somehow subordinate, etc. But I think as others have pointed out, that is the same word that is used that God uses for himself. That mm-hmm. he is our, in, in, in Psalms, David talks about how God is my helper. Mm-hmm. Well, he's fulfilling that role. So, I mean, he, 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 his his mindset is to serve us, serve the whole creation every day, every single day, and so really that's 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 a godly mindset. What we're talking about, mm-hmm. and we are helpers of as as ministers. Then we are helpers of our brethren's salvation, and we're helpers of their joy. We're helpers, and so um, it just I, it's just a powerful principle, a willingness to help for a leader. And if we want to be leaders, or we want to we want to serve as leaders, um, whether we're in a ministerial role or some other ordained role or whether we're not, um, it's a leadership characteristic of being willing to help. Um, one last thought before we, before we conclude, and, and that is this. So what do you think are, what is the, the, the benefit or what's the end result of someone, um, being that way, having that characteristic of being a helper. I have in my mind, I'm just curious if it prompts something in your mind. In other words, when a person is that way, what's the consequence? I think one thing that happens is the body grows, the the congregation grows. Mm -hmm. If you have multiple people who have that attitude, they're wanting to, they're being invested in what's happening as a body and so you can't help but grow if that's the the purpose and motivation uh, is I just want to help. I want to be a part of what's happening here, and I want to uh, wherever I can help build the wall, like in Nehemiah's time. I want to do my part. I think it builds unity. I, uh, as you're talking, I have I have two thoughts that come to mind. So I'm going to see if I can say the one without losing the other. And what, one is that it builds credibility hmm. because that way, then when more responsibility is given, yeah. and it may even be a, a stand up, standing up in front of the congregation responsibility. Sure. Uh, what happens is to the congregation, this person is real. You know, right. this person is, is someone who has credibility, which is, is, is key to being able to be effective song leading or opening or closing with prayer or speaking or what have you. Um, credibility is, is really important. So, um, yeah. You know, that that's that's one end result. Right, right. If they have a leadership role later on and they've built a foundation of just serving, really serving in the congregation wherever there's a need, there's a there's a there's a strong, strong mm-hmm. basis for others following them. As as an, even as an example. Yeah. Yeah. 
There was the a, other one just the, left you, huh? I, I forgot now. It's gone. Oh no, I now I remembered. Okay, <laughs> okay. The, the other. The no, other, I thought of something. Oh no, no now just, you, now it went, out, it went out of my head. It went, oh, I, I know what it was. Okay, <laughs> when you were uh, talking about other people, you know, that's really a a skill in helping is the ability to to help while also being able to coordinate and synchronize mm-hmm. and be unselfish because we recognize we're not the only one who wants to help. Now, right. what comes into play is pride, you know, right. uh, a little bit of vanity, a little bit of self-serving. It, it, we can help, but we also, if in, when it, in regard to other people, we have to be willing to let them help too. Right. You know, we have right. to be willing sometimes to... Um, uh, to allow others to to step up and then help them, you know. Right, right. To me, there's um, oh, and you can you see it again and again and again. Unfortunately, I, I feel like is that um, we, we we can we ourselves or or other people can have a responsibility for an activity, a function of some sort, you know. And, and when it's my activity, boy, I want everybody to be there and be and be supportive of it. But when it's your activity, I'm not half so interested. I mean, I'll come if I if it's you know if I have time, mm-hmm. I'll be part of it if I have time. Um, but you know, it's it's not the same. If it's mine, I want you to be there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I've seen this at times where people are more are really they're not so willing to support someone else who's taking a leading role in helping. And um, boy, but those who are willing and are willing to show up, willing to support other people, and and allow them to help and serve. That's gold. You know, mm-hmm. those people are loved by others and appreciated and, um, and, and build credibility, frankly, again, that they're, they're not hypocrites. They, they, really, they really do love their neighbor enough that they're, um, you know, they're willing to, to support others. So there are a lot of yeah. facets of this whole helping, uh, this whole helping topic. So um, yeah. any other last thoughts before we, we conclude? We're going to come up to the end of our time now. No, I think it's a great, uh, great topic. And I think it's, it's a great visual, and, and I think we, uh, we, the, the beauty of it is it's scalable. We all mm-hmm. really need to develop the attitude of, of just looking for ways to help. Sounds good. Well, this has been Brother to Brother, and I'm Jonathan McNair. And I'm Rob McNair. And we're off for this week, and look forward to uh, talking to you again next.